Welcome to the Educated Hustle Podcast. This is your host, Paul Latibadere Jr. and my co-host, Emilio Porter. Before we begin, we got to remind our iTunes listeners, listen, you, the one, yes, driving right now, maybe not now, but later when you get to your workplace, make sure you check out the show on iTunes Podcasts and you rate and review us. It's real simple. The podcast app that you use to log on to the show and listen to this episode, all you got to do is find the rate and review button, click on it, write some nice words about me and my co-host, and give us that five-star rating so that we can expand our audience and get better guests. That's all that there is to it, and it's amazing to see the feedback that we've gotten so far, and we just want to keep it going so we can keep this show blowing up to get better and bigger guests. So thank you guys for supporting, and we need all the support that we can get. So if you can, tell a friend as well. You know, we we won't shoot that down. So make sure you review or rate us today and get your mama, your cousin, your uncle to do, do so as well. So let's start the show. Emilio, how's it going? Sharing is caring. That's what I got from your <laughs> that, that thing right there. Definitely get more people. But man, it's it's exciting, man. It's exciting. It's a it's a very great great week so far. And you know what? I think it's about to even get greater because I think we got ourselves a little a little jump of a guest right here. You know, one of our one of our first of many. You know, long time fans is coming on to bless us and talk about something that's near and dear to everyone because I know it's in your pockets right now, dog. Money. <laughs> Yes, sir. And yeah, man, I think uh, the, the audience is in for a treat. Uh, we got Mr. Nick Williams of the urbanprofit.com. It's basically simple. He just breaks down finances into the most simple and congestible way. Like the, you consume it so easy when you read his blog. And all you got to do is go to the urbanprofit.com. He's writing blogs every week about your finance, tips to get more wealthy. Um, so it's it's a great site, man. It's in a great interview as well. He really breaks down finances like like no one else that I've heard so far. So what you think about it, man? Man, he brought the heat, man. He brought the heat. I mean, you, there's, there's no way you're not going to listen to that interview and not feel just a little bit more financially capable. I mean, I, I, I say the interview, but man, I, my pockets got heavier listening to him. Like I felt the money, um, I felt the money steadily growing in my pockets upon listening because he's really giving you the blueprint and it's so, so, so easy to take advantage of. It just requires you to, you know, get in your mind that you want to do it. Hey, do you need those new Jordans? Probably not. Put that money nope. in the bank and watch it just you know, materialize even worth more of those Jordans that they go out of style like what, a, a year or two? And then you got to get the new ones that he makes? <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a whole nother Pandora's box we're not going to open. But it, it, it's so entertaining and so refreshing to hear someone talk about money so openly and so well known about it. Like, you know, a lot of times money is kind of like that. You know, I have my opinions, but nobody ever wants to talk about what people, other people should do with their money because you don't want to be the reason why someone goes broke. Let's face it. Nobody wants to be that reason. Yeah. Everyone would hate that whole, oh, you should put your money in this. They put the money in that. They broke. Then you got to look at them like, oh, man, I'm sorry. Why are you listening to me? So <laughs> it's nice <laughs> to know that there's people out there that study you up to prevent those mistakes and try to help you, you know, do better. And the thing about Nick is he really does care about your finances and making sure you make the right choice because trust me, trust me, trust me. I've spoken to many people and you can tell when someone doesn't, this man, Nick, takes his time definitely tries to hold your hand in the blinds to ensure to ensure that you put yourself in the best position because at the end of the day that's what you want to be at you know nobody wants to be 
trying to retire and be broke. People want to retire and just relax and do whatever they want to do all day. So, I mean, this, this I think this episode is so vital, just so vital. For sure, man. I kind of wanted to ask you a quick question. Um, you know, what's the first time that 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 you realized that you had to get your money right? The minute I'm, I I graduated from high school and I got me like a thousand dollars in graduation present money, I knew like that was my payout for living. Like I knew at that point, no more money just for being me. Because you know, once you no longer a kid, people don't yeah. care. <laughs> people don't care. I hate to break it to you, but people do not care. <laughs> you could like your next payout is if you graduate college. Like after that, those A's and everything, the people just give you a pat in the back, and I knew you could do it. So that was my big money thing, and you know, I. I I became vigilant and never getting below a thousand. Like I always want to have at least a thousand money because you know, for reasonably, reasonably now, a thousand dollars should be able to get you out of anything, unless you know you do some illegal and you could go to jail. But anything reasonable, <laughs> you should be able to be fine with a thousand dollars. But that was my big moment where I was like, you know what? Let me let me figure out how I can save and get this really done right. Yo, that's a good point. I remember every Christmas, like I would get. You know, a card with like twenty bucks in it, thirty dollars in it, this and that. But that stopped happening, and I don't even really remember the time when it stopped happening. But it happened real abruptly. So mm-hmm. I hear you, man. Hold on to that money, save it, invest yes. it. Mm-hmm. I see you. And then you know what? It's crazy about it too, because you know people don't think about this, but eventually you're gonna become that person that's gotta give somebody money. I had to do it for my for my second oldest niece, where I had to give her some money because that's like the most appropriate thing to give a kid because nobody wants to actually fight figure out what a kid likes. They just want to hand some money and <laughs> be done with it. But that's one of the things that you have to learn is like you, you gotta be able to manage your money because nobody wants to be that 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 relative that don't ever give anything to nobody. You, you know, no everyone has that relative. They, y'all think of who it is. You mind right now but you don't want to be that person you, you <laughs> yeah. know that so you definitely want to ensure that you're doing your money right because you would hate to become what you, what you don't want to be the most you know <laughs> exactly and i remember for me when i got interested in money my mom really forced me to get my first job at uh, the movie theater mm-hmm. and you know i didn't i didn't really want to work at that age i just wanted to chill you know study play some video games but my mom really forced me to get that job and i and i really thank her for that because at that time, you know, you start getting these paychecks every two weeks, and I would see other kids blowing and stuff, but my parents uh, let me know, like, hey, this job could be a good jumpstart to to what you what you can have for spending money in college because, you know, I didn't I didn't get any um, financial assistance for 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 my whole college career, so I think having that. Um, start off money that i saved up from working i didn't have to pay rent i didn't really have i had a car but all i had to do was pay gas for it it was already paid off so i was able to build a little savings here and there and um eventually you know be able to set myself up with some money for college so finances are finances are important man and i thank my parents for you know instilling that in me and at a young age and now, if you're listening to this podcast and you haven't had that conversation with someone, hopefully we can open your eyes up a little bit more and get you involved in your finances. Oh, man, that is so vital. And I didn't know that. See, that's a good thing. That's why we have the show to, to find out all these nuances. And, you know, <laughs> my co-host will hate me, but every time when he was talking about that, he had that job at, at a movie theater for a longest time. And I remember he was the only one in our inner circle who had a job that was working. 
And I know me and the other other kid, we would we would always call this man Calvin because you know Dave Chappelle at the time had a sketch where Calvin works at Whack Arnold's and he's like the only person in the hood that's working like a legit job. And he'd have to like walk home every day and everyone's like, Oh, that's Calvin. He worked at he worked at Whack Donald's. I'm so proud of him. And like we that's how we felt seeing Paul because it was kinda like, Oh, look at this guy, you know, working and trying to be, get ahead in life while we weren't. <laughs> so, <laughs> that has nothing to do with anything, but I think that's just a fun memory to bring back. So, no, no, it is, man. That's a I'm glad that it worked out and it, and it paved the way. But you know what? I, I think enough reminiscing about our good times. Let's talk about some better times with Mr. Nick Williams as he shows us how to get financially capable with this here money. All right, folks, we are joined today by Mr. Nicholas Williams. He's the founder of the Urban Profit blog. He's here to get our money right. Nick, how you doing, man? I'm doing awesome, awesome. How you fellas doing this evening? Not too bad. Um, We just definitely wanted to jump into it and explain, you know, your brand, what the Urban Profit is, and uh, what inspired you to create it. Okay, um, so I guess in doing that, uh, I can kind of give you the, the background of it. So the urbanprofit.com is my blog. Um, it, it really stemmed from me wanting to better my financial situation. Um, you know, I was tired of living paycheck to paycheck coming out of school. And so I decided to pick up a couple of books and, you know, really deeply educate myself on saving money, budgeting, um, even as far as like investing in the stock market and what have you. And so I kind of felt that, you know, why be selfish with this information? You know, I watch CNBC every day. And some of the things that I notice is that they talk about a lot of things that people won't normally understand. Um, so I figured I'd create a platform that would allow people to read about financial topics on a basis that they can um, digest pretty easily. So um, the Urban Profit started. And from here on now, you know, just been updating everything every week. Um, it kind of goes in flow with my life, you know, as I learn and uh, uh, apply different financial institutions to my life. I create a blog or a post about that and share it to the rest of the world. So um, my plan is just to, to reach as many people as I can with it. That sounds like a great plan. Definitely, I know this conversation is something that, you know, a lot of people don't embrace. A lot of people don't really openly talk money. So I guess on my perspective, what I want to ask is, how do you kind of convince people who necessarily aren't really open to talking about money that, hey, you should actually go out there and talk about it because it's in your best interest? Well, one of the things that I found is that, you know, I'm not the the stuffy guy in the office that's trying to rain down and make a commission or anything like that. And I kind of feel like that's the the, the big difference. You know, I'm just a, a normal guy who wanted to get his money right, essentially. Um, and so when I have conversations with people, you know, I'm bringing that that level of realness, you know, because one, you know, I have no no motive or anything. You know, if I'm giving financial advice or um, my opinion on something like that, it's not because I'm receiving a commission or anything. It's I purely want to help other people. Um, and so to your point, you know, uh, growing up on the west side of Detroit, you know, I, I grew up in the same instance to where money wasn't really talked about. Um, but as I grew up, you know, I saw that other races and other cultures, you know, talked about it openly. Um, so I figured out why shouldn't we? Um, so I, like I said, I just wanted to create a platform that, you know, truly allowed that, you know, truly allowed someone who was either scared or just didn't 
have the want to uh, better their financial situation and really have something that they could sit down, easily read, and easily understand and apply to their lives. Sounds like money to me. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, and that's 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 a great reason to start the blog. Um, I know you recently wrote a post uh, laying down the foundation. Um, can you? I think that's a great place to start. You know, with any person that is struggling with their finances. So, can you kind of you know illustrate what you what you wrote about in that post to our our listeners? Oh, for sure. So one of the things, like I said, this is purely me trying to better myself and, and spread that out. So I realized that, you know, a lot of people are so focused on, you know, pay bills, pay bills, pay bills, which is fine. Now, you definitely want to stay current on your bills. You know, I'm not saying going to, you know, claims or anything like that. But one of the things people don't think about is paying themselves first. And, you know, I kind of talking about other blogs and other posts about starting a savings account and everything like that. But um, the pure basis behind it is that, you know, you get up every morning and go to work, you know, you put in your hours, your 40, 50, 60 hours a week, you know, you deserve some of that back. You know what I mean? So, of course, manage it appropriately, but, you know, put a little bit to the side just so at the end of the day, you can say, you know what, I worked hard and I have something to actually show for it. Um, and then following that, you know, actually just visualizing your financial situation. Um, one of the things that I struggle with is, um, you know, late payments in the past because I forgot, oh, it was due on the 15th and not the 14th, or I had a payment due on the first of the month and it should have been due on the 31st. So having those finances visualized um, so you can actually see what's due, uh, what you have coming in and what you have going out um, makes your, your financial or planning for your financial situation so much easier. And then on top of that, just budgeting accordingly. Um, really looking at your means and how you're living and seeing if you can cut a couple of expenses, you know, if you can go to Starbucks, you know, once or twice a week, as opposed to twice a day or something like that. Um, just those little corners will save you that much extra cash. Um, cause one of the other things that I realized is that, you know, I'll say, you know, save five bucks and to the average person, it's like, oh, five bucks is five bucks. You know, that's pocket change. But if you save five bucks, you know, over the course of every week or every two weeks, you know, as the, the months and the years go by, that foundation is going to add up. So as little as you can save or as much as you can save, try to save something. And that's great advice. That's definitely great advice. So I'm going to talk for another uh, another uh, period of our audience. So let's talk about the people who necessarily they want to save, but, you know, they're intimidated by, you know, all the options they have. What are some steps that they can do that are kind of like easy ways where you can kind of tip your foot into the pool, but not to dive all the way in? Um, I mean, so there's plenty of websites that you can uh, that you can check out. I mean, of course, check out your, your normal banks, because uh, that's one of the things that varies based on where you are regionally. Um, so I don't believe that there's a specific website that'll just list every bank in the area. Um, but I mean, of course, on your on your commute, you know what type of financial institutions are around you. So I'm um, just doing some research on that. Um, outside of that, um, one of the banks that I really, really love is Ally Bank. And one of the reasons that I love them is because they're purely online. Um, and so they do a really good job of breaking down not only the products that they have, but what they are um, and how they affect your financial situation. Um, so I could say, I guess, Ally Bank um, would be one of the, the, the starters that I used anyway um, to learn about, you know, savings accounts and 
money market accounts and CDs and things of that nature, um, you know, other forms of saving outside of your peer savings account. And I'm a big proponent of Ally Bank as well. I have a savings account and um, it's awesome because they, they offer a higher interest rate uh, than any of your, you know, regular banks. So I definitely right. agree with that sentiment. Um, also, I know you, you wrote an article about uh, the tax refund season that's coming up as well. Um, I know that's uh, oftentimes used to buy gifts or maybe pay yourself for something that you think you deserve. Um, right. But how can you use that money to better your financial situation in the year coming up? And so, you know, I kind of dive into it, you know, being realistic in the post, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, don't go out and treat yourself to that thing that you saw in the mall or, you know, really treating yourself, you know, if you have the, the means to. But outside of that, you know, one of the things that I start off with is saying, like I said before, is pay yourself first, you know, so put, you know, as much as you can. Um, so for that, if you have a lump sum like that, definitely um, throw at least 10 percent into a savings account or um, your your method of savings just to put that to the side. Um, because I kind of look at that as like extra money, you know, outside of the paycheck. So I could see myself without it. So why not save it anyway? Um, but outside of that, I go into a little bit about investing. Um, one of the, the simple applications that I use is called Acorns. Um, and it literally invests your spare change into an investment portfolio. So if you were to go to McDonald's and spend, you know, $2 and 50 cents, the 50 cents that would make that a $3 transaction, it'll invest that into a, your own stock portfolio. Um, so that's just another method of seeing your things grow. Um, outside of that, if you can take care of a couple of bills early, um, so that way when they actually hit, you don't have to worry about paying that bill. That's kind of some extra cash in your pocket. Um, but fourth and foremost, uh, you know, just enjoy yourself responsibly. You know, if you want to take your girlfriend out to that dinner, you know, by all means, I'm not saying do that. But on the same token, just think about your your financial situation in the broader sense and not just transaction to transaction. Whoo, man, you laying it down right there. Laying it down <laughs> heavy right there, Nick. So, I mean, you, you mentioned it earlier in your answer. Like, we got to bring it back. So you mentioned investing. Now, mm -hmm. once again, <laughs> investing can be a scary thing to a lot of people because, you For know, sure. you, you put your money in something. You're not guaranteed you're going to get it all back. You're just kind of taking a leap. Could you kind of give us just like, you know, some little starter tips to invest in just to let the people know, hey, this is how you kind of start out rather than dive right. all the way in. And to that, you're, you're absolutely right. Um, one of the very first things that I will say about investing is, is really do your research. Um, so on, on my blog, you know, I definitely touch on certain aspects of it, um, but it doesn't do the justice of as much as goes on in the stock market. So um, that's rule number one. That's advice number one. That's, you know, starting point is definitely do your research, um, not only about different companies, but um, about how the stock market works in general um, and, and really dive into that. Because like you said, that's something that, you know, is not guaranteed. Um, but on the same token, it can be rewarding, you know, over time, um, especially if, you know, you, you have your eye on a company that's doing really well. Um, but a step number two would be, like I said, going to acorns.com is something that I use regularly, regularly. Um, and that'll invest your, your, your funds for you. Um, so you don't necessarily have to go through the, the stress of trying to figure out, uh, what specific company that you want to invest in. Um, they actually break them down into ETFs or exchange traded funds 
which are uh, different tickers that own a company indirectly. Um, so to break that down, instead of buying like a stock of Apple, you could buy an ETF stock that has um, you know, exposure to Apple, Microsoft, Google, or what have you, um, whatever tech companies are in that ETF and, um, you know, kind of budget accordingly with that. Do y'all hear it? I, I mean, I hope you do, because I'm hearing it. It's, it sounds like money growing. <laughs> That's the point, man. That's the point. Like I said, I mean, like, I, the, the, the biggest thing is that it's it's so easy to better your financial situation. Um, you just have to sit down and, and take a couple of minutes to do so. Um, and that's one of the things, you know, people don't do. Like I said, a lot of people, um, and I was one of them, you know what I mean? It was a person that was living literally transaction to transaction. You know, you see yourself at the mall. It's like, oh, I got 200 bucks. Let me run in here and grab these J's real quick. But as soon as you grab the J's, it's like, man, I only got 20 bucks and my tank is on, you know, a quarter, you know, so really just taking the time to to look at your financial situation overall and you know start living your your financial life um with that overall picture in your mind yeah man that's it's definitely a real life struggle i know there's plenty of people who are like that and um what do you what do you think we can we can do you know to to get more people financially aware i know you got your blog but um I mean, what can we do as a, as a society to get more financially aware? Literally, I mean, it really starts with talking about it. You know what I mean? Like people, you know, even in the workplace or, you know, not to say that you should be talking about like, oh, I have this in my bank account. But, you know, talk about what's going on in the news. And, you know, when the whole Brexit thing went down, you know, there's so many things that you can talk about finance wise. Um, but even breaking it down into like, um, your home and your family, you know, I, I talk to my mom about finances all the time. Um, you know, I've had the pleasure of having my mother as like one of my first mentees, you know, she was struggling financially. And through the the knowledge that I gained, I was able to help my mother get out of debt and um, better her financial situation. So um, just to have the the comfort and the confidence to have that conversation with my mom is something that you don't normally see um especially in my community um so like i said like literally just breaking that fear um of talking about finances if your financial situation isn't the best that's okay um but what plan or what actions are you doing to better it you know and that's some of the things that people don't really think about it's like oh i'm in debt i'm in debt i'm in debt um but you know they're living day to day and they don't really build a plan to get out of debt they're kind of just going through the motions and hoping everything works out. So um, just really talking about it and actually being proactive in what you want to do. Man, 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 man. You know what? I, I, I'm going to say it for my listeners because I know they're not going to admit it, but I know a couple of our listeners, their pockets burning when they heard that answer, man. They, their pockets yeah. burn a little bit. <laughs> had to raise their hand. I'm like, you know, that's me. That's me. That's, you know, before they took that turn into work. But it's crazy because, you know, there's so much when it comes to financial knowledge that, you know, isn't openly and readily available to us. And like you said, people have to do their due diligence to kind of go in and, and figure it out what's what for themselves. Right. But I think I, I guess for this next question, I want to ask is, you know, you you always say that the, the fives, the tens and the twenties, they add up. What would be, you know, let's 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 just break it down to the basic basic element what would be a, a a nice little savings plan 
that wouldn't require much that could end up paying off more than someone would expect? Uh, if you could save five to 10% of every paycheck um, and just put that into a savings account and just let it stack and like not touch it, like literally, um, I mean, you can see a few hundred bucks in, in, in six months, you know what I mean? Like it could literally add that, add that quickly. Um, but it's just a matter of just putting it to the side. Um, but I know for, for super starters who don't necessarily have that much, um, I recommend that app and it's actually on my blog. It's called digit and it's literally a, a savings account essentially, but it'll take little bits and pieces. So it might take, you know, a buck, uh, one day it might take 75 cents out of your account, you know, in the next couple of days or so. Um, but it'll take little bits and pieces of change uh, out of nowhere. And one of the things that's cool about that is it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Um, so you're not necessarily missing, you know, 50 cents or 75 cents. But on the same token, when you, you know, you pull that app back up in the next couple of weeks or so, it's like, oh, you know, I got five, 10 bucks in there. Or um, depending on how much you have in your bank account, you know, you can see, you know, 10 to 20 bucks. So within a year, you can have a couple of hundred bucks saved up um, that you didn't even miss, you know, and that could be the money that you could use towards your Christmas gifts at the end of the year, you know, to save that extra money, or that could be, you know, a plane ticket to wherever you want to go at the end of the year or whenever you take your vacation or what have you. But, you know, it's just money that you have there. Um, it could be a rainy day fund. Um, if you get a flat tire or something, you don't have to worry about paying that deductible on your tire. So um, literally just having that cushion and that comfort. Nice. And I think that's the, the great thing about the urban profit that I noticed so far is you kind of break it down so simply that it almost makes you wonder like, why, why haven't I been doing this, you know, exactly. all my life? Exactly. So. And that's one of the the notions that I came to, you know, as I was reading all of these books that I'm buying, you know, it's like, man, like it, it's really this simple. You know, I just had to sit down and, you know, spend a little bit of time and it'll make a world of difference. And that's great. And I, I wanted to know what are some of the um the books that you can recommend our listeners get into when they're starting out their financial literacy? Um, so one of the well, the book um that sparked like, you know, my interest period in personal finance is Rich Dad Poor Dad. Um, you know, it's something that I've always seen, you know, in the infomercials and you know, on billboards and everything, but um, it wasn't until I actually picked that book up and read it that, you know, it kind of made something click. You know, that light bulb went off when I read that book. Um, from there, um, you know, I just had, you know, big dreams. So I picked up uh, The Millionaire Next Door um, is another book that I have. And it kind of just showcases individuals who aren't necessarily, you know, living above their means. You know, they're not driving a Mercedes Benz and you know, they don't have like the, the most expensive suits, but in their savings account, they got, you know, 2.5 million bucks and you wouldn't even know it. Um, so I think those are two really good books to start off. Um, and the information that you get from there um, will kind of either pique your interest one way or another, um, because all of them kind of touch on like entrepreneurship and investing and owning your own company and um, on the same token, you know, budgeting accordingly and not necessarily living above and beyond your means and things of that nature. So um, I think through those two good books, you will find uh, a pretty decent foundation. 
I'm going to co-sign that Rich Dad, Poor Dad for sure, because I, I love that book. I read it last year, and uh, that made me want to get into real estate investing and, and learn about real estate. So for sure, co-sign that. Yes, yes. And I'm also going to co-sign it because that's a song by Big Crit that I've listened to a lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, you know, I... The urban profit profit is such a like interesting design side. Like you can you can tell just by reading the blogs and articles that it, it it's it's you. Like it's your voice. It's it's your it's your input. You're doing it your own way. And I think that's so amazing. So I kind of want to ask like even though the blog recently started, like where do you kind of see yourself taking it? Um, you know, eventually I probably want to reach out to the community. So hold um you know community seminars. Um, you know, and really just giving this information out, you know, like I said, at the end of the day, I didn't start the website to make a profit. You know, if it became profitable one day, I'm sure that would be great. Um, but for right now, like I literally, I just get the gratification out of being able to help other people. Um, you know, that's one of the things that really just gives me a kick. So, um, just trying to spread this information to as many avenues as possible. Um, of course, starting in the Metro Detroit area. Um, through my fraternity, I have a lot of different connections through a lot of different financial venues that I'll be uh, reaching out to shortly, actually, um, just to try to do some test runs and things like that. Um, so I guess that's kind of like to be on the lookout for the urban profit in the community near you. We'll see. We, you heard it here first, basically, right? You heard it here first? For sure. For sure. Y'all, y'all got the exclusive. Y'all there got you the go. There you go. That's the declaration right there. I mean, man, Nick, you, you've been a blessing, man. I mean, I, I felt like my pockets got heavier listening to you. <laughs> like that's how much that's how much money I believe you were dropping with all the gems. So what we're going to do is we're going to hit you with the good old two piece, the okay. good old two piece. Are you ready for it? So the first question, always easy, but, you know, people can slip up. How can the people reach you? So the people can reach me, of course, through the website. Um, I have, of course, my contact and subscribe information there. Um, but they can reach me personally. Like I said, like the Urban Profit is just an extension of me. Um, so I do have Twitter. Um, it's at uh, the Urban underscore Profit. Somebody stole that under uh, the Urban Profit straight. So I'm going to have to talk to them and try to pay them a couple bucks to get that out. Um, <laughs> But my Instagram as well is Nick in real life and life is spelled L-Y-F-E. Um, and through there, I post, you know, different um, kind of blogs and things about that. Um, spoiler alerts about my next post and things like that through there. So um, through those avenues, they can definitely reach me through anyone. That's crazy. We know all about people taking names on Twitter because we uh, <laughs> educated hustle was definitely taken by someone. So we had an <laughs> underscore just to help out. <laughs> Anyways, the last <laughs> the last question. No pressure. Just going to be the last words of the interview for you. So, you know, no, no big deal. But how sorry, not how. What would you leave to our audience today as parting words? Uh, as parting words, like I said, the, the biggest thing that I can say is, you know, don't be afraid to take control of your financial situation, um, whether it's good or bad, whether you're in debt or if you got a million bucks in a bank account. Don't be afraid to actually sit down and look and take control of your financial situation um, is it's so easy. Um, it, it's so simple. Um, the, the methods to. Everything from investing to paying out, to paying bills to getting out of debt. Um, if you really just take a couple of minutes to sit down, it's so simple. So um, just break that fear and break that stigma and get this money. Woo! Woo! 
man, it's, it's like when you beat the last level of your favorite game. It's just gems on gems that Nick has been raining on us, man. <laughs> Nick, man, it's been a pleasure. I, we appreciate the time, and we wish you success in spreading the financial knowledge, man. I think you got, I think you got a talent, and I think the people of Detroit are gonna gonna look forward to hearing your message, bro. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And like I said, continue doing the awesome things that you fellas are doing as well. I appreciate you having me on. And there you have it, folks. Mr. Nick Williams dropping that financial knowledge to increase your bank account. Emilio, what you think about it, man? I love it, man. I really do, because, I mean, that's such a vital need. Like, I just remember last year, beginning of the year, I, I stepped into Bank America. I just came in with the simple goal of opening an IRA. So I was like, I was like 25%, maybe 75% more woke than usual. <laughs> and then, you know, he, he, he goes in there and he just, like, ridicules me, like, how do you not have a savings account? How do you not have all this and that? And I'm just thinking, like, do I need all that? And you know, ever since then, I, I acquired all those. And it really does make sense. Like, you know, one of my big things is I hate seeing my checkings get lower than a normal amount. But I've come to kind of learn like my checkings money is kind of like the money I have on hand for if I need something, you know, boom, 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 boom. But my real wealth, my real value is in my savings and, you know, my IRAs, because that's the stuff that there's unless something happens, unfortunately, the, the amount should never go down. It should only go up. So <laughs> you kind of have to rewire yourself to, uh, to, to, to think about, you know, how to, how to view your money, but it is such a helpful thing. And it is something that people really need to look into because I mean, shoot, Trump's our president, man, nothing's guaranteed. So you got to have something <laughs> saved up just in case. <laughs> For sure. I mean, yeah, basically you taking that step going to the bank is, is a step ahead of a lot of people that don't even have a savings account. I mean, it's crazy because I think it's so basic knowledge, but there's people out there that's, like like Nick said, living check yeah. to check and, um, you know, kind of going after things for the now. But when they realize in the future and hopefully they hear this episode and, and catch themselves beforehand, um, if they don't, then they'll, they'll, they won't be well off in the future and, and they'll, they'll be struggling and probably having to work until the day they you know, to the day they leave their earth and, and not have anything to leave behind. So it's important, man, get your finances straight now and so that, you know, later on you can look back at your life and say, hey, that was a great decision I made, you know, when I was in my 20s. Yeah, man. And it's, once again, like we said, vital, vital stuff, vital, vital, vital stuff. But let's let's back off from life's vitals, you know, vital things to move on to something else more vital, the podcast vitalness and how you can reach us. Yes, you. <laughs> Educate Hustle can reach a variety of different means on social media. We are on Snapchat at Educate Hustle. That's one word. Educate Hustle. There you post snaps, a little video, a little behind the scenes throughout the week to keep you motivated, to keep you inspired, and of course, keep you educated. Ooh. <laughs> we are also on Instagram at Educate Hustle Podcast. Once again, that is Educate Hustle Podcast. There we post, you know, pretty much pictures of inspirational things or highlighting our episode for the week or just something like a quote or a little imagery just to get you kind of through the day or throughout the week we are also on facebook if you go to our page and please if you do like it 
we're known as Educate Hustle. That's two words, Educate Hustle. You know you reached the right page because you see that logo that you all know and love. And now I got to take a break from that plugging just to get into some more plugging. If you like this show and you really want people to really gravitate to it and get on that Educate Hustle train and you happen to be an iTunes listener or have access to iTunes, please, 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 please rate and review our show. It's really easy. It's really simple. You just have to go to iTunes, go to the podcast section, search Educate Hustle. Once you find us, click on that logo. It'll say write a review, write it, put that five stars because we all know we deserve five stars. I mean, come on, you've been listening for how long? That should be easy by now. And then... All you got to do is hit that submit once you write your review. It's that easy. And you know what happens when you do all that? Our review scores gets up. That means our popular and iTunes gets up. That means our views and downloads go up. That means our guest awareness will go up. And that means the overall show quality will only go up. It's it's that easy. So please, please, please. Cha-ching. Exactly. Cha-ching, cha-ching, gem, gem. So please, 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 if you haven't already, review and rate us on iTunes. Now, I take a step back from that plugging to go once again into our initial plugging. You can also reach us on Twitter at educator underscore hustle. Once again, that is educator underscore hustle. Of course, on Twitter, we do our daily interactions, you know, things of that nature. Probably the best way to reach us because it goes right to our phone and we can instantly respond to you. I mean, shoot, that's that's the best service you're ever going to get. <laughs> and then, of course, last but never least, if you feel like that we hit you in your soul, that you feel like that our show really struck a chord with you and you want to give us feedback, please, please, please do not hesitate to email us at educatedhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, it's educatedhustlepodcast at gmail.com. Our inbox is open. We take collab requests, partnership requests. If you even just want to tell us, hey, that was a really good episode. It did this for me. Our Gmail is open for you. So once again, in case you've forgotten that, two seconds, EducatedHustlePodcast at gmail.com. Yes, sir. This man out here, the plug extraordinaire. (laughs) (laughs) But you know you got to lead us out, bro. So make sure it happens. Lead us out. Oh, man, people. I mean, you got to get on the wave that Nick is going. I mean, my... What, what recent events in my life having a daughter, it, your financials come into the forefront. I mean, it really does. Babies are expensive. Everyone knows this. But you have to start thinking about when they grow up. Like, how are you going to do their college if they want to go to college? How are they going to do this and that and this and that and this and that? It can be very, very, very mind-boggling. So definitely take the financial route and think about that preference and profit to make it happen. Because you know what? It all really starts with you just saying, I want to do better. Much like anything else in life, the road to doing better starts with you wanting to do better. So take that knowledge and decide to yourself, hey, I want to do better. And you got tools here, man. You got Nick. You got us. And most importantly, you got yourself. So please, please do better. And as always, you got to stay educated and keep hustling.